stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Howdy, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off the Bench podcast. Now, how are you with social media and digital marketing, you know, and all that kind of stuff? I tell you what, I reckon there's a lot of people out there who are probably frustrated with it, but also who really don't understand it. There's some people that are great with it, but most of us are fuddling our way through it. Um, you know, we we're, we're, we're don't understand the the algorithms, we're kind of like, how come I'm not getting any any traction on this one? And how come this? And why do they keep changing it? And and it just gets to be, I don't know, I, rather, it's a bit of a thorn in your side, to be honest, especially if you're running a business and you're not too sure, what do I promote? What don't I promote? How often do I do it? You know, all of that kind of stuff. Today, I'm speaking with Erica McInerney from McInerney Social Media Training, and she is a I just got, she's a bloody legend. You know, I've, I have used her many times to say, Erica, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do with this. And she's always been an absolute gem and just got me straight back on track. And I don't know, just a really quick, really quick sort of conversation. She's just so straight to the point while in my head, I'm completely I don't know, there's just such a mess trying to think about how I should do social media. Anyway, I, I just want to get straight into it and I really hope you enjoy it. She's also the, uh, just launched a podcast called Small Town Business Podcast and it is fantastic as well. So I reckon you're going to absolutely love this episode. So let's get into it. So welcome, Erica. Thank you so much for having me. It's very exciting. Good to chat to you. <laughs> it's always my pleasure to chat to you and um yeah I have been meaning to do this for ages and I'm a slacky sometimes but um I just love your work we've done a lot of work together and yeah I think it's about time you got on here and started well you, you didn't want to talk about you and I said do you want to come on and you're like I don't want to talk about ma'am I don't want to promote my <laughs> own stuff you know but and 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 we 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 have to in a way because I want to um your stuff really helps people, you know, and social media is a bloody minefield for a lot of people. So of course you gotta toot your own horns a little bit in here. But um yeah. I really I think the stuff you do is val really valuable and uh I don't know, I just wanna share it and I wanna share how bloody good a human being you are. So um yeah, you. And, you know. All right. Well, <laughs> let's go then. Let's do it. <laughs> See, I don't have any pride. I, I, I love saying I love your guts, you know, I'm in love with you. I love saying all that stuff. So I don't have any shame whatsoever. <laughs> love your heaps. But anyway, let's get into it. So, you know, like you've got um, an award winning, because I am going to say that because we are going to get into your awards. Yeah. 
It's fantastic. An award-winning social media. Let me get it right. Social media and digital marketing um, business. And now a podcast host, which I love, and I've listened to that and love it. And we're going to talk about that. But right this minute, what was the journey that got you there? Like, how did you? Yeah. Did... Um, my journey, my journey. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, look, honestly, sometimes I go and I listen to people talk about uh, all of the twists and turns they've taken in their career and how this led to this and this led to that. But I've actually had like a really linear kind of career. Like I... Um, Went to uni, uh, did an arts degree in media and comms, started working in an ad agency uh, in my final year, and uh, and then I worked in advertising and marketing ever since. So I've been doing this for uh, 25 years. Wow. And um, I love it. I just, I, I kind of wanted to be a, uh, when I was younger, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to write. I wanted to tell stories, and um, and then I sort of found myself in in that advertising and marketing space. And and like I always tell myself, I still tell stories, but they just have a purpose or they have a goal, and that goal um, might be financial or it might um, yeah it, it might just be a, a little different to journalism. Um, I, I yeah I. I worked in Melbourne. I went did my uh, obligatory stint in London, and um, and then I came back and met my husband. And we decided that uh, around about the time I had um, my first child, we decided that we kind of didn't want to do that crazy lifestyle anymore. Like I was just working. I loved it, and I would work long hours. I had to commute to get to work and it was pretty stressful and pretty hardcore. And so we started to sort of think, well, what, what does life look like if, um, if I'm not doing that? Mm. And so we, um, we started to look at moving regionally and, um, and I grew up in Gippsland. Yeah. And, um, and so I convinced, kind of dragged. <laughs> Dom down to Warrigal. That was about as far as he would go into Gippsland. And um, yeah, in 2011. And yeah, we haven't looked back since. Got here, immersed myself in the community. Uh, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but I decided that I was going to be one of those like country stay-at-home mums and I was going <laughs> to grow food and I was going to make jam and I was going to bottle the harvest and I was going to do all of this stuff but um when I moved actually I was pregnant with my second child and so I was sort of in that that nurturing headspace but then as soon as um as soon as Joe was born I was like pretty bored <laughs> gotta do something this isn't gonna work huh. and um yeah so started a farmer's market started to get really into um, Facebook, started to get really into Instagram and using social media to promote not only that farmer's market but all of the stall holders and, um, yeah, that really just got me sucked into this space and dealing with small businesses and I and I, 
I started to realise that they were really lacking education, they were really lacking uh, help, they were really mm. lacking guidance that was relevant and local and, and qualified. And so uh, early 2016, I started McInerney and, uh, yeah, full-time business since. <laughs> haven't haven't stopped. Since. Really? How many bottles of jam have you jarred in all that time? I did make jam. I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I make jam. I did. I had this beautiful plum tree and I had one season of making amazing jam and then the tree died. Um, but, yeah, no, from time to time I make jam. Sometimes I make it in my Thermomix, which is kind of cheating. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I'm still into food and I still like to do all of that stuff, but it certainly um, certainly has taken a backseat to all of the other stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That no, I love that story. I love I love that you dragged Dom at least to Warrigal. So that's a good that's a good thing. But when you talked mm. about then um you talked about small businesses and they were they didn't they didn't have the skills or they didn't have the knowledge, you know, they and it's not it's not anything to do with regional people not not being intelligent enough. It's just that there's a mm. lot, not access, you know, it's not a priority out here or hasn't been, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm. So what 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 were you noticing that um made you think god i just need to help these people like and i know that you're so invested yeah. in small towns and you're so invested in community growth and so there must have been something tugging at your heart feeling like god i just want to help so much yeah do you know what it is it's the stress it's the um it's the feeling that that they're not good enough because they're like really yeah. really good at their business they're really really good at making whatever they make or doing whatever they do but um but advertising and marketing and all of that stuff um there's a reason why people study it it's a science it's you know like it's really getting into the heart of uh, what people want and what you need to say and how you say it and how often and and there's a whole lot of um like little tricks and things that you kind of need to know to do this well. Um, and and what I found was that people, the, the catalyst to starting McInerney was really that people just kept asking me, can you help me? Can you get me set up? Can you show me how to do it? Can you, um, you know, can you help me with content? And, um, and after a while of doing that and doing that for free or for a coffee or, you know, just to be nice, uh, I sort of thought, well, actually, maybe there's a business in here somewhere, and maybe I can, um, maybe I can better serve people by 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 doing this as a job. Mm. Um, but for me, it's um, the thing that I notice more than anything is is confidence, and yes. and yeah. I want to help people with that. And 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 to get confidence, you need to have those skills, and you need to have a really good understanding of um, how it works, so that you can do yeah. it better, so that you can see results. Yeah, yeah. So you're just talking about then, um, you know, self-doubt and people not having confidence and all that sort of stuff mm. with their business. Now, when you started, you know, when you went shifted from coffees to I'm going to start this as a business, how, mm. what, what sort of self-doubt and challenges did you have yourself? Heaps. Like it took me a really long time to actually do it. I was working, um, I was actually working for the um, West Gibson it was the West Gippsland Regional Library Corporation back then. So I was working there part-time. And um, and one of the things that libraries do is they uh, they have sort of um, self-help 
sessions and I started to kind of formulate this idea that I could help people through that system. Um, And I was working on workshops and I was working on, um, you know, how I could do it and content and I had all of this stuff and all of these ideas, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And then one day in, um, I think it was early February um, 2016, I was sitting on the couch with my husband, Dom, and I was like, I'm never going to get this off the ground unless I set myself a a time limit or say something. And I sat there on the couch and I smashed out a Facebook post for my own personal Facebook and I said, hey, everyone, this is what's happening. I'm doing this thing. This is what it's going to look like. This is my business name. I just put up a, um, a Facebook page and I, and, I, and I drove people there and I just got this overwhelming response. People were so excited and, and I thought, okay, well, now I have to do it because I said <laughs> I was going to do it. And so the, one of the workshops that I'd been working on I then had to uh, create a booking platform and I had to get a website and I just kind of like literally pulled it all together so that I could do it. Um, and, and you know, it was it was just going to be a thing that I did on the side because I was working part-time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, really quickly a few, like a few months later I was, I, I was full-time and not only was I doing training but I was also developing strategy marketing strategy social media strategy content plans I was doing all of this stuff uh in the background as well so yeah I I think um I didn't really have much time to kind of navel gaze once it was out there because you know I, I I knew that it was needed and it was needed and so as soon as it was there people just yeah took me up on it so that's a good thing that you knew that it was needed but and you had the skills, but it was also something because, you know, when you say there's a gap in the market, I could fill that, but then people try to fill it and they're not passionate about it, you know, and it makes, mm. kind of just doesn't have the energy there, there. You know, it's kind of like I'm just filling this gap simply because and it just it's not authentic. But when you love what you're doing, you know, and you're slotting into that space, and I love that you're saying all these people just came to you because the next question I was going to ask you, and I don't have a list, I was just in my head because so many people face this. They start a business and then they they think, they imagine that there's all these people out there that want that service and then it's very slow, you know, just the, the mm. trickle, the trickle, and then they start telling themselves, and, and most people listening to this are going to go, oh, shit, yeah, I know what you mean, you know, mm. the trickle of customers, and they start saying, oh, you know, I shouldn't have done this. Why did I do this? Nobody values what I've got. You know, you, we start telling yeah. ourselves this uh, terrible, terrible story, which seems true but it's not true and, and often it's because we're not marketing it right often we're not reaching and, and you've told me this you know we're not getting it in front of the right people and and I've been through this with you do you know I, I came to you for some help my oh, Erica I don't know what's happening I know this is good I know it's needed I can't bloody get it you know, I can't get traction and you're like Karen you're not in front of the right people let's let's fix this up and yeah. it's boomed and it's boomed ever since you know so I'm going to give it to you for you but he shifted me right onto a track that I didn't even see so that's yeah I, yeah that, that's bloody marvelous so so there are people who are you know I, I guess actually let's talk about that I just want to um you 
your target market, like your mm. I don't know, people call them avatars, people call them the perfect customer, whatever you want to bloody call them. But obviously, we've got a product or a service, and we've got to sell it to someone. We don't have to; we could go broke. But yeah. the, the, the truth is, there are people out there who need it. Do you, so how how do we find that? How important is it to find that exact customer, and how do we find them? Longest question in the world. Oh, I know. But I will try to find. <laughs> I'll just backtrack. <laughs> um, do you know? I think that one of the greatest hurdles to finding your ideal customer is being too deep in your own business or too deep in the having this idea of this thing that you want to do. And sometimes it's not right. Sometimes it needs an external person to look at it and say, okay, well, that's great, but what if you did this? And have you thought about these people and what they need? And are you using the right language? So targeting people, um, I don't really buy in too much to that whole idea of creating um, avatars and spending too much detail, uh, really focusing in hard on on this this idea of the ideal person yep. that you're selling yep. to. Because the truth is if you've got um, a business or if you've got products or you've got services, um, normally they, they, they're not just for one person. Mm. So I think um, it's really important to be flexible. I think it's really important to move with your audience and to watch what does work, yeah. Um, and 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 then to sort of refocus in on that. I think people people will have this idea of what they want to sell. Like I wanted to when I started my business, I wanted to do one to many. I wanted to do workshops mm. because um, it's far less effort. It's a way better return on your time if you're telling the same information to a group of people. But what I found really quickly was that people didn't necessarily want to do workshops at that point because they were embarrassed. They thought they had stupid questions. They they felt like they didn't want other people to know what their problems were or what their solutions were. They didn't want to give that information away. And so I quickly found myself in uh, needing to kind of pivot straight away into one-on-one sessions. And, um, and so then... I then had a different audience. I then had different marketing messages. I had a different way that, I, you know, I had to kind of find individuals rather than, yeah. you know, sell a, a workshop. Mm. So I think, sorry, I'm just trying to think what that question was. Um, <laughs> that long question, longest question in the world. Yeah. <laughs> does, does that sort of make sense? I think that, yeah. um, I think that businesses are always changing. I think that your strategy needs to be flexible because um, because people change yeah. and opportunities come up. And if you're not in the right headspace, if you're too focused on a particular um, audience and a particular thing that you want to do, then you might miss other opportunities. So, yeah. yeah, that's where I think it's really important to get some some external guidance or at least another set of eyes on on what it is that you're doing. 
Yeah, I love that. And when I asked you that question, uh, because it just led beautifully into it, I wasn't even thinking about my my ideal customer. That's completely off mm. my As you were talking, I thought, oh, wait a minute, yeah. And and I remember going through a whole, you know, that sheet, and you, you what's their problem, what's their pain point, what are they looking yeah. for, what are, are their emotions. And I remember sitting there do it, trying to do that one day and, and cracking the shits with it, thinking, oh, this is, and I'm not saying it's mental because it works for some people. It wasn't working for me and it was doing my head in. I couldn't stand it. And then I cracked the shit, threw it aside, and I got out a big bit of um scrap, uh, you know, like a big butcher's, you know, big A2. Mm. And I drew a, an androgynous dude in the middle there called the dude Dan. And now now the dude is called Sam because it can be any any sex, mm. you know. And, and I thought, well, what, what, who do I want to work with? And so instead of who do I mm-hmm. want to sell to, because I don't like the whole idea about targeting and pitching and, you know, that sort of stuff make, it actually stands the hairs up on the back of my neck. You know, it's kind of like, I feel like you're taking the human part out of it, you know, and it doesn't, yeah. that's only for me. That's only my side of it. And I thought, well, who do I want to work with? So rather than who do I want to sell to, who do I want to work with and create results with? And then I started writing things like um, cares about the planet, cares about, you know, the, the humans evolving, cares about emotional intelligence, cares about, um, really cares about investing in others, you know, cares about community, you know. And I wrote all of these things that, in actual fact, I probably just wrote me, you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> all that I want to work with myself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually what it is. And then yeah. and, I, and I kind of hang it up on my cupboard over there and 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 left it aside and didn't think about it. And then about oh, maybe eight months later, I stood there and looked at it, hadn't looked at it since, and I and I went through everyone that I'm working with and went, oh, my God, every single person I'm working with, every person who books me is that person. Do you, and it was male or female is that person. And I was like, wow. Well, so that was really setting an intent to work with the right person, mm. you, you know. Yeah. So, Anyways, not everyone's going to have my story, but I just thought. No, no, but it is important. And and one of the things that I do when I'm doing like um, coaching or mentoring sessions is I get people to talk about their business and what they want to achieve and yeah. um, and what makes them special. And uh, and they they go through this process where they'll be talking, 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 and then all of a sudden, like you just did, they just light up. And they just start getting really excited and they talk really quickly. (laughs) That's the thing. And then at the end of it, I let them go all the way through. And then at the end of it, I go, that is what you need to be doing. Those are the people that you should work with. Like if I ask them who they've worked with or or who the the kind of person they want to use their products is, they light up. And the, the thing that makes marketing uh easy is if you enjoy it and if you're connected to the result if you're connected to the result then it's so much easier and you can use some of that passion to create the confidence you use that passion to go out and seek the skills uh, and people see it people see it in you and they hear it in your voice and um and so then you just start to without getting too woo, you start to draw to you those people and even better, you start to realise 
who you don't want to work with. And yes. we've all had those um, those people, those clients, those those situations where we've just gone, that did not align with my values. I felt really icky. I didn't, you know, I wanted to finish halfway through that project or or whatever it was. And you start to you start to recognize that in yourself. So writing it down for some people is um, a really, really worthwhile activity. For other people, they don't need to. They just use their gut. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, I for me, that, I, yeah. for me, I drew it because I think drawing is incredibly powerful. You know, it, it opens mm. your right brain up, and you stop you stop telling yourself bullshit. You know, mm. you just you just tell the truth and dump it onto paper. But I cut mm. I cut you off. I actually did. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably because it's so exciting. But um, so <laughs> I, I, I just love all that stuff. And I just I think that um, I love that you're saying about being lit up because I, then I think that you're not mm. selling. You're actually just talking about what you loved, you know, and and the mm. people who are attracted to it. And, by the way, you can get as, as woo as you like on this podcast <laughs> because I love woo and I 100% agree that we attract what we're focused on. You know, like you you do. Yes. If you're going to look for shit storms, you're going to attract shit storms and that's all there is to mm. it. And look for rainbows. You're going to attract rainbows. So anyway, let's let's keep going. Yeah, social media pros and cons because yeah, I I don't know about you, but no, well, of course you try to be nice, but lately I've been saying I freaking hate Facebook. I am fucking mm. done with it. I'm done with this crap, and I'm yeah. so annoyed with it. So goods and bads. What do you think? Um, do you know Facebook? Uh funny one like I I get it and I know why people are frustrated with Facebook but time and time again when I look at people's analytics I see Facebook 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 there is still uh, a really good argument for a lot of people a lot of businesses uh, to be using Facebook because the fact is that maybe we're not posting about our lunch as often maybe we're only actually <clears throat> posting once a week instead of once a day or once an hour or whatever the hell we used to do on Facebook but people are still there they're still using it to search it's still the third most used search engine in the world um, we're wow. using messenger mm. um, we are connecting in groups we are looking at events like we're, we're still using or like a, a, a large um, a large proportion of our population is still using Facebook mm. so I say don't necessarily give up on it just just focus in a little bit just use structure your time you don't need to use it personally um, but also uh, you get out what you put in mm. on any of these channels you really do get out what you put in so uh, if you and Joining groups, for example, and using uh, groups as a way to market your products and services is a really, really effective tool. Yeah. But join the right groups. Join the groups with the right intention and uh, and and connect with people, mm. help people, talk to people, um, you know, buy their products, follow them, uh, learn about their businesses and and you'll find that people will will, will be drawn to that um, mm. drawn to that positivity drawn to that authenticity 
uh, Instagram's difficult. It's so difficult at the moment, and um, and it's so it's changed so fundamentally from what it was, and and a, a lot of people are still mourning the loss of what Instagram was, yeah. Yeah. and and just trying really hard to make it make it work the way that it mm. used to work and it just doesn't work like that anymore yeah so um you know if you do want to use instagram and you do want to grow you need to use reels and in order to use reels you need to uh work out what makes you feel comfortable uh, mm. not just do what everybody else does yeah uh, yeah you know like it's you get out what you put in yeah um and the other thing too is you don't need to use it as much as you used to. You can just use it less but have a bit of a strategy, be more effective, have like an intention, have a purpose and 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 sort of get in and out um, a, little, a little bit quicker, a little bit easier than you used to. Well, I, I think about when you say a little bit quicker, a little bit easier, um, whenever I try to I don't know whether it's posted I know I honestly I haven't studied it enough I think it's when I put a little video on when I put these these videos yeah. on little podcast snippets and you get this tiny little strip to write in dinner you know, and it's like are you kidding me I, this is shitting me to tears and every time I do it I swear and carry on fuck Instagram I'm not doing this anymore every single time but you know what I'm always back the next week to put it back on again but yeah. uh, Instagram, you get a lot of characters. You can say a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and trying to type it in that little line, you know, it drives me insane. What about LinkedIn? Yeah, I love LinkedIn. I've been using using LinkedIn more and more lately. Um, I haven't yet kind of worked out. uh, I've just had such a busy year. I haven't really worked out what the balance of my own marketing channels are going to be next year but I know that LinkedIn is going to be important the thing that I love about LinkedIn is the conversations are intelligent and it's okay to have uh, an intelligent conversation and and without all of that sort of fluff that I don't know I feel like Instagram's kind of pushing us to be a little bit more fluffy and I don't want to be fluffy I want to be I want to write long captions, damn it, and I want to give people advice. But when I do, not as many people see it anymore. Um, so I think that, again, LinkedIn is one of those places where if you show up with authenticity, if you show up with the intention of starting conversations, uh, contributing to conversations, having conversations, sharing knowledge, um, you know, participating in a, in a, in a real way, it's great. It's yeah. great. And it yeah. and it rewards you. There's there's some dickish behavior in there, of course. But um, but on the whole, I think um it's look, it's not for everyone. It's not somewhere necessarily where a product-based business would go. Yeah. But but it's definitely a place to go to to connect with people who can um work with you, collaborate with you, help you. That, that you can learn from, that they can learn from you. Some, um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great, it's a great space, and yeah. getting better. Yeah, I love it, and it's occasionally I see some dickheadery, and but like people arguing <laughs> on there occasionally, and I just think mm. just block them for God's sake, just block them. Just and it can't be fucking mm. people. But um, mm. I love LinkedIn, absolutely, 
absolutely love it. You know, and I, I, that's that's I swear most of my work comes from is, uh, and I love it. Mm. And, and we're not even going to go to Twitter now. How can <laughs> don't go to Twitter? I don't know what's happening with Twitter. As a bloody bitch storm, I can't be by the wheel that nastiness. <laughs> but what about um? So so if you and I think we've covered this. I was just going to say, how do you? Use social media to promote your business, but I think I think you really snagged it in that last lot. You're pretty, unless you got something else to add. Well, you, I thought you'd frozen. That... Then you got you were really like <laughs> intently listening. <laughs> I, I think um, everybody's different, and this is the thing. This is the really, this is a really tough thing. Is that you can go and buy a uh, a package or a how I got. 250,000 followers in seven minutes uh, kind of um, (laughs) thing Um, and it won't work for you because every single person has a unique business and a unique set of uh, a unique network and uh, and a unique personality and way of doing things and um, I think that is really important to consider to consider your own resources your own skills your own time and your own the messaging and, and what you want out of it you know what sort of business do you want mm. how much of yourself are you willing to put in there is it relevant sometimes I see people like god the, the amount of times I dip into stories and people are standing there going first coffee of the day gonna check my emails and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that and that and that. And I just think, come on, that's bullshit. You're actually just, you know, <laughs> like everyone else, <laughs> you're just hustling. You're trying to get work. No, but, um, yeah, I don't know what I was just saying. Well, but I do think that um, that really leaning in to what makes you different, what makes you special is a way to cut through and you don't have to post every single day and you don't have to give people a blow by blow of what you're up to you can be really strategic about how you're using these channels so then perfect segue then into the difference between what's the fine line between personal and professional depends um it really depends on on the on the person I always I I put my audience first and Mm. I tell people to put their audience first and, and I say, would your audience be interested in this post? Mm. Who's your audience? What are you saying? What do you want them to do, think or feel? And, and have you asked them to do, think or feel it? And if you can't answer that or if you're a bit wobbly on it, then just mm. take a moment and, and don't do it. Um, the, the trouble is that um, there's a lot of people out there who, have, uh, who are social media um, great um great at marketing great at social media great at teaching people how to how to do stuff but they've got really big followings and so they have this kind of um I I guess like a technique and they say to people show show your audience what you're up to all the time but if you've only got 120 followers and they've got um 300,000 followers there's a really, really big difference there about what you should and shouldn't show, particularly if you're starting out, particularly if you're a service-based business. Um, if you show too much personal stuff, it looks like you don't have work to do. Yeah. Um, if you've only got 120 followers and you're just bombarding them with 20 stories a day and 
a post a day and, and doing all of this sort of stuff just because of the way the algorithms work, they're going to get bored and they're going to be like, oh, my God, it's too much. Mm. So um, make a decision at the start. How much of myself do I want to put in this? For example, I've got two kids. They're so incredibly central to my life and they're the reason why I created this business and I work around them and the reason why I don't, um, why this business remains the size it is and all of this stuff is all centred around my family and, and what what I want to achieve, right? Um, but they're not relevant to my audience. So I don't show them that often in my social media. Sometimes I do, um, but I don't think that my audience needs to see my kids all the time. Yeah. And I made that decision a long time ago. Are they relevant? Is it something that they want to do? Uh, yeah. So I think just just kind of just just lay it out. Think about your audience. What are they interested in? How does seeing your intimate day-to-day coffee drinking habits, dog walking habits, how, how does that relate to your audience? Are you talking you know? about dog walking habits because of what my partner posted about me with me groovy socks? <laughs> that was very, very hot, yes. No, but <laughs> but it is relevant because that is part of the personality that you have and that's part of your um, that's part of your whole thing and that's part of why people connect with you and you know that and you know that those posts are popular. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and you know that through trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People just love seeing a dickhead, don't they? <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I think I actually also think that, and, and I don't do them, Nikki does them behind the scenes, you know, always mm. catches me. And then, and but I don't, I don't object to her posting them because no. I am a real, for my business, I think you get what you 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 get what you see. Do you, and I'm not going to fake it. And I think when you're talking about branding, you know, and between the difference between personal and professional, I think it depends what you're selling or what your service is or what your product mm. you, and how relevant that is to you. And I'm my whole brand. Do you, you know? And and my mm. whole brand is you're going to get the authentic me whether you want it or not so if you don't want it don't buy me do don't you? buy it yeah. yeah don't buy it and so I think yeah yeah I think you're right it really does depend on how much your your authenticity and how much your your branding depends on you being you do you, you mm, know yeah and I think that you know on that note if you were to um if you were to sort of show up on social media in suits and be all like Hello, I'm Karen, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. And then you went and did a workshop, and you would, as you are, then people would be disappointed, yeah. and they would be disappointed not because the workshop was was not good, because it would be still really good, mm-hmm. but they would be thrown yeah. because what they bought wasn't what they got, and so there's that gap between the expectation and the reality, and that's where disappointment occurs. Yeah. So yeah. I always say to people particularly service-based businesses, particularly if um, if you're the face, if you're the person they're going to talk to. One really one um, really important thing, one thing that people do all the time is it, when they're in a solo business and it's them, it's them answering the phone, it's them turning up, it's them doing the work, and they, they use we and our and... Yeah. Um, our team. And they talk, yeah, the team, and they, and they talk about all this stuff. 
and it's really bloody obvious that there's there's none of that happening mm. and and I think that 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 creates a little wall that um it's it's an untruth yeah. and and it's not a necessary untruth because as I always say to people it's okay to start it's okay to be small it's okay to want your business to be just you that all of that stuff is cool and you will attract people to you yeah. who want that if you yeah. tell people that you're big if you tell people that you've got this big team and that you're doing all of these things and then they find out that you don't uh, and that's what they want um then they'll be disappointed and you don't yeah. want people to be disappointed and and besides all of that or together with all of that is is don't don't be a bullshit artist like that really annoys me because just show up as you are be true to who you are do you know what I mean don't tell bloody lies mm. to people and just because the soon as you it might be the tiniest bit of mistrust but the tiniest bit of mistrust creates this absolute I don't even know what the word mm. you, you know like the Grand Canyon it, it just it just yeah. it turns to shit and then they tell other people and they tell other people and if you turn up as as you are and people don't like it that, that's fine don't work with them like you don't have to work with me like there's other people out there who wear a suit go and do that do, and be happy with that do you, you know mm. I'm not wear a blaze suit. so and I'm not going to lie to you about that so yeah but there are plenty of people out there telling fibs and you know I, I, I don't think I don't think they need to I think there's plenty of work for everybody and this is another thing that is really important I reckon is that you can't operate a business with a scarcity mindset you you actually have to run a business with with mm. integrity and authenticity and and skill you know skill and experience so you have to know what you're talking about you have to be yeah. honest about it. you have to be you about it and and if you if you do that I'm going to go woo woo again you attract the exact people who need yeah. you and there is enough work out there for everybody to get the right people coming to them do you you know and yeah and we're just going to start and, and this Competition. I don't know about you, but competition pisses me off. I don't even understand why yeah. people have to do that. People stomp on each other and try to put each other down so that they can get more work from someone else. I, I think you stop that mm. shit because you, all of it. Like for me, I'm a facilitator in Gippsland, and there's a handful of us. Do you, you know? And we mm. we could call ourselves competitors. None of us do. None of us do. You know, we all say that's mm. not my thing. Um, you'd be better off working with so-and-so on that. And you know mm. what? We're all got tons of work. We've all got tons of work. Do you know? And it's mm. that 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 stuff is, um, anyway, look, I'm getting down. No, no, you're I, right. Every I, single you know, podcast I go down a rabbit burrow. <laughs> that's okay. Get down there. You love the bunnies. I think that um, there's this whole thing like um, community over competition. And I think a lot of people use that but don't really believe it. I think actually um, the the word that people should think about is compliment. How yeah, can you yeah. compliment each other instead yeah. of competing with each other? Yeah. And that's that's something that I often think about. Um, and and you're right. You know, you're you've got competitors. Uh, and there are situations where you might all be pitching for the same piece of work or you might not know it, but you're on a, on a boardroom table and people are like, oh, you know, what do we want? Yeah. You know, who, who do we want to um, out of this lot? Yeah. And um, 
and you're going to get picked sometimes and sometimes you're not going to get picked yeah. and that's cool yeah. but I think that um, one thing people need to do is they need to prepare to succeed they need to prepare to be uh, to, to get those phone calls that say mm-hmm. yep we want you and um, and if you're not prepared then that's when you start to um you know, do things like lie or yeah, copy yeah. or try to be something that you're not because you think that that's what people want. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's where where people can come into trouble. And I think that when you do things like that, um, I just talked about this on a podcast episode that I did uh, just this week. Uh, I was talking about confidence and um, and how you know, nothing erodes away your confidence more than lying yeah. or yeah. Uh, making something up because the minute that you overpromise and underdeliver, you know it, mm-hmm. they know it, and and then you just get this, this awful kind of icky chasm between you and the client. Yeah. And that goes for services, that goes for products as well. If you're saying this is the best product and it delivers this thing or it does this thing for you and it doesn't, you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you try to promote it, when you when you're talking about it, you're always going to have this kind of like feeling. Yeah. You know, I yeah. did a visual gag on a podcast then, but you know, you're going to have that sort of, <laughs> you know, that kind of awkward ick feeling. And um, I like people to avoid that. I like people to really understand where their strengths are, where their opportunities are. Don't focus on your competitors. Don't focus on the you know, like all of that stuff and just really just nut out what's your niche, what's your part of the pie, what's how can you yeah. complement what's already there yeah. and, what are you know, what are your strengths? Do that. Do more of that. Get, you know, bring that into your store, bring that into your business. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, that it reminds me we just, we just bought a washing machine and it's an LG I'm going to expose and it's an LG 40 mm. kilo and it's a t- pack of Sponsored shit. by. It, no. it is shit. And, and you know, ah. we've been on to customer service, you know, telling them that it doesn't wash. It doesn't wash, so it's false advertising. It does not bloody wash. And, you know, they, we've, they've come back with, oh, can you send me a photo of this? Can you send me a photo of that? What's a photo of this? What detergent are you using? How, when was the last? And and I, yeah. I just end up sending them back saying, you just ask me a whole lot of Centrelink. Centrelink, we're going to piss you off until you leave us questions. Now stop asking ridiculous questions and let's resolve this. So I don't know whether it's going to be resolved. I've probably got an email sitting there waiting for me. But it just shits you when, this, you know, when people uh, mm. false promises. Anyway, I, you know, I love, yeah, speaking about shiny rabbits, and me chasing them and going down rabbit burrows. Guess what I'm getting for Christmas from the kids? A rabbit? A, bu- a little bunnykin's cup. <laughs> a bunnykin's cup. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to have the bunny. Can I have the bunny? Me bunny? too. I've still got my um. I've still got my bunnykin set from when I was a kid. Oh, I haven't. So I'm giving you one for Christmas. I yeah, never gets used. Sitting in the <laughs> cupboard, I should pull it out and use it. Oh, they're so they're so bloody nice. Now I'm going to ask you about your awards because you at the very start I said you're an award winning business, which is so good. And you've been so there's a couple of you're finalist in the Gippsland Business Awards, finalist in the mm-hmm. Australian Small Business Champion Awards, which you went to Sydney for, which is great. Yeah. You also won the uh, yeah. Raw Raw like raw success awards and, and um that was the um you won the gold for the best regional and rural business and 
Yeah. Very deserving as far as I'm Imagine concerned. I'm holding the trophy. Ah. <laughs> didn't you bring it, it? Didn't you bring it to hold up on the video? <laughs> no, because I didn't get to go. I couldn't get to Brisbane for the awards because I had a good friend's 50th that night. Um, so I'm waiting for it to arrive. So everybody at home, just imagine I'm holding my award. <laughs> <laughs> How much does that mean to you? Like what does that do to change your business? <sighs> uh, do you know, I don't usually go, uh, I don't usually kind of put in for awards. And um, I tell myself it's because I'm too busy. Like I get nominated all the time, which is really, really nice. And I, I feel like those nominations are like a really nice validation. Yeah. Um, but there's a step between getting nominated and um and and obviously getting an an award obviously there's the judging as well but that is that you have to usually spend time filling out an application and telling them all about your business and all of that sort of stuff and it's quite time consuming and um and also probably the reason why I haven't before is you know imposter syndrome but that's a story for another day so this <laughs> year um because I've had such a uh, I, I, 2020, 2021, um, and, and this year as well, uh, I have done a lot of stuff and I'm not very good at tooting my own horn, um, but I've done a lot of stuff um, in the community. I've done a lot of stuff uh, sort of in that mentoring space and a lot of free stuff. Obviously, there's been a lot happening in the world. Yeah. And I thought maybe I could put that into um, into an awards application because it's private and you know all the rest so I actually worked with a copywriter to help me because I'm terrible at writing nice things about myself so I dumped <laughs> it all in and I I sent it over to her and she um she turned it into um an application she was just like amazing beautiful cheerleader um and put it in and I I went for three awards this year one um yeah the ones that you just said, and I was a finalist in all three, and and I won, I won one, so that was great. That's awesome. And um, and then tomorrow night, I'm actually I've been nominated. I'm in a um, I'm in a group called She Mentors, and um, where yeah. we all kind of mentor each other, and and I'm up for an award for that as well, which is really cool. So I think, um, what did you ask me? Is it important to me? Yeah. It was important to me this year. I don't know if I'll do it again. It was really important to me this year because I felt like I had a really good story to tell and I just, um, I don't know, sometimes sometimes, I, sometimes you just need that validation to make sure that you are on the right track that, that actually some someone else can see that yeah. in you and, yeah. and in what you're doing, especially when you've been working really hard. Yeah, I had been. So um, yeah, it was cool, and look, it's a fun story to tell, and um, really enjoyed, you know, ducking up to Sydney and going to a ridiculously fancy um, gala. Quite frankly, didn't (laughs) bother me. Didn't bother me that I didn't win. It was just, um, yeah, it's just been, yeah, been. It's been really fun. No, I think it's wonderful. I know you. I know what you mean about that step because I've been nominated for several, and I don't do that. Mm. I'm. I'm often don't. I think I. I don't give a shit about awards really. And I. There's only mm. been a couple that I've bothered to do that that probably meant something to me. But and now we've just got another one sitting there for girls with hammers, and I and I'm like, oh, really? Do I? You know, like it's it's it is very time consuming. But mm. I, I think it is a nice thing. I mean, I, I the Fred Hollows Award for me. You, uh, you know that. To me, that meant that meant something, mm. which I, I didn't win it. I was a finalist, but um, I didn't win it. But it, it 
just I don't know the community. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Now you listen. You, but I think it's wonderful. <laughs> now the, you went to Perth also to present. Um, I did. State of State of Social Digital Marketing Conference, and and that's so that that's a validation as well. Like I think these awards and um, presenting conference, being asked to do that sort of stuff, I think that's a validation outside of your normal role. Do you, you know, it's kind of like mm. an outsider or outsiders uh, rec- really recognizing you for your knowledge and expertise, and you, you know the the great work that you're doing, and saying, hey. Can we borrow you for a bit to share that expertise with someone else mm. to show you off, to, to showcase you, and can you share that information? When you get asked to do that, I reckon that's a really important thing. You know, I think that it's um, it just yeah. and you not, may not need the validation, but it just shows that other people are valuing the work. It was hard. Yeah, that, that was funny um, because I got there and I hadn't actually been um, to that conference, uh, and you know, had wanted to, but um, the last, the last two, the two previous years had been, um, yeah, COVID, um, and so they were just online, and so I didn't really have a sense of what I was walking into, and and um, it was actually really outside my comfort zone. I'm happy to get in, get in a room and 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 talk to people. It's you know, I'm fine, but there was something about. Um, particularly the first day was all kind of these amazing keynote speakers, people that I really, really love, the people that I really think are amazing. And and as it started to get towards the end of that day, I started to think, oh, my God, how am I even? (laughs) And so I had talked myself into, so I was the next day, um, you know, at conferences they'll have workshops. I was presenting an hour workshop and uh, and they have streams so people can choose to yeah. go where they want to go yeah and I talked myself into having a room with maybe like three or four people because I didn't know anyone over there I've got no networks in Perth and so I was like oh, there'll only be a few people and it'll be fine I'll be in the small room and anyway they put me in this massive room and I was sitting in there before everyone started to come in I was absolutely shitting myself <laughs> which I don't normally do I'm usually actually really yeah. like quite chill and then people started to come in and more people started to come in. The room started to fill and fill and fill and fill. And I realised I had not prepared for the fact that that room was going to be full of people. And so I was really super nervous. And um, hopefully it didn't come across. I haven't had the guts to watch back the replay. <laughs> but um, but afterwards, this really nice thing happened. Um, I kind of came down off the stage and there was like a whole bunch of people waiting to talk to me waiting to ask me some more questions, waiting to tell me that it was the best. One one woman told me it was the best, uh, like she she would have come to the conference just for that. That was worth wow. the money to her. And that was amazing. Yeah. And and they ended up um, booking me to do some work for them. So I ended up now I've got like a, a few clients over in Perth because they heard me speak. And, yeah, so it was it was good. It was super outside my comfort zone actually there was one one person from Gippsland who was there uh which is really nice and uh we sort of hung out but yeah I don't know I I mean like I I always think when somebody offers you an opportunity like that you should just do it yeah and uh and I knew I I, I knew my material I was doing this content smash workshop that I've done a million times before so I was yeah I was fine but yeah 
I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> no, well, I love cool. it. I think it's, it's been a good year. Yeah, yeah. And speaking yeah. of good year, now the last thing, um, you're, you've just done a podcast. So you've just launched a podcast, I should say, um, Small mm. Town Business Podcast. So, um, and you've got about, I don't know, what are you up to about five episodes, I think? it's uh, Yeah, four, four or episodes. Five? Yeah. Uh, and and it, it's like a trailer. And it's bloody great. And why did you start it? I mean, oh, uh, of yeah. course, you're bloody awesome. But why? What, what was the catalyst? What? Um, in I think it was in 2016. Um, I went to a podcast workshop at the um, it's like the Australian Writers Institute or something in Melbourne. I remember sitting there doing this workshop and just going, "I'm going to make a podcast. I love podcasts. This is going to be great." And obviously, never got around to it. Um, and I. Uh, this year I promised myself was one of my goals for 2022 was to was to do this podcast I've had this idea ticking around in my head for a really long time and so I was like yep I'm gonna do it and um, the reason that I wanted to do it was just to find another way to tell stories in a in a long format you know like Instagram Facebook like it's it's short it's condensed I wanted to be able to tell these stories of these people that I was working with, these people that I was meeting, amazing people in small towns who have these have these businesses that are just smashing it in, in one way or another. Yeah. And um, so I kind of did all of the work or I, I kind of set it all up and was ready to go in May this year. And then I just kept procrastinating and procrastinating and I got busy and I didn't do it and I didn't do it. So... Um, I ended up getting someone to help me with um, putting together the audio and I said I was going to do an eight-part series and if it worked, it worked and if it didn't, it didn't and it wouldn't matter. But, yeah, it's been um, it's been really, really well received and I've had like hundreds and hundreds of downloads and, um, yeah, it's been great. So the I, I'm just mixing interviews. So I'll interview someone and then in the course of that discussion, obviously they say something that, really resonates with me and gets my brain ticking over. And so the next week, uh, so then I get off that call, send it off to the editor, huh? and then I start to think about what they what they said and what was a what was a really good piece of advice or a learning that that they had. And then I turn that into an episode where I um I make it a little bit more structured around um, you know, piece of advice. Yeah. Whether it's business or marketing or something like that. So well, yeah, I love it. And you you said, you know, I'll do eight weeks and see how it goes and it's just going really well. But what you what you didn't tell everyone then, and I and now I'm gonna bugger it up, is is that in the first week or two, you know, you you hit number two or three in the charts and you were yeah. sitting between was it Amy Porterfield and Jenna Kutcher? Is that who Yeah, that, yeah. That, and was I was it? actually yeah, so I was I was number two that week. And then that was the week that I launched. And then last week I was um I pushed back up again. Uh, and I was number three, so I was under those two again. And I've like dropped down now. I think I'm like a ten or eleven or something. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. I'm like screenshotting those. Bloody up, just going. Not that it, you know. I mean, like, not that that's, you know, 
why I'm doing it, but it was it was kind of fun. It was yeah, but you know, it 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 is again it's validation, you know, and I, I have a I have a folder here for imposter syndrome and it's kind of like whenever there's anything, whenever I do anything, you know, that I think, yeah, that's good, great job, you know, like I'm doing my yes, Kezi, you know, that stuff. I, I put yeah. it in my folder. And so whenever I have any imposter syndrome, probably every day, uh get out the folder and just flick through it and go, yeah, 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 you're not an imposter. Just get get back to work and get moving. Yeah. I think it's great to screenshot those kind of things and it's not wanky it's something that is um when when you're having those doubtful moments you know it's something you can go hang on a minute hang on a minute no no doing okay and and if you don't know if you listen to this don't know who Amy Porterfield and Jenna Kutcher are they're pretty bloody hefty on you know with the with the um in the social media field and 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 all this content field for Erica to be sitting up up there with them is I reckon that's a bloody major, major. What's the yeah. word? You know, ching. You know that. <laughs> I, hey, well, I have story. to make that folder. You keep telling me about that folder. In fact, you show me that folder. That's thick. That um, great. Yeah, I, I do think that's really important for people, particularly when you're starting something new. Is is going back and seeing how other people see because we never see ourselves the way that other people see us and. And having the having the right people around you who aren't just yes people, yeah. who say, um, you know, like I've run each of these episodes past my husband and some friends, and you know, like is this right? Does because I know these people that I'm talking to because I thought with this first season I would just go for people that I knew yeah. had a really good story, um, and then the ones that I'm recording now for the next season they're people that I um, some that I know some that I've just met and so it's it changed you know it changes things a little bit um but I wanted that safety net of my um yeah. you know my community yeah yeah mm. yeah yeah but it's um yeah it's confidence is it's it's a, it's a funny slippery little beast and even the most confident people or even someone like you who comes across as being super confident and yeah. super you know out there um you know you battle with those moments yeah. all the time and I battle with those moments yeah. and all of my clients battle with those moments. So it's really just finding out the right recipe to get you back on your feet, to stop you procrastinating and stop you, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a reason why I didn't start that podcast in May and it wasn't because I didn't have time and it wasn't because I didn't have guests and it wasn't because I didn't have the right microphone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've tried about 12. It was because, yeah. It was because I just kept saying, do people want to listen to this? What if it tanks? Yeah, yeah, you know, all of that just goes around in your head. I think that if you, if, yeah, you you find time. You find time if it's the right thing to do. And I 100% and I agree with you because, you know, you're saying even like, I, I know I come across as super confident, but and you're exactly right. I do have moments very regularly, do you know, you know, but and, and I don't think it's about whether you have the moments because we all have the moments. And, and if you don't mm. have them, you're bullshitting. We all have the self-doubt. We all have yeah. those, those narratives in our head. And I think the key to it is not whether you have them, but it's how you manage them. Do you, you know, mm. it's it's what strategies do you have in place to get yourself back up on your perch, you know, and, and get moving again I don't I I love you said you got hundreds of downloads I actually don't I never do metrics on my podcast I have no clue about my downloads and and I think sometimes you know when you said 
you know, I was number two and now it's gone down and who cares? And that's what that's what yeah. it does. I think that's a great way to look at stuff like this. And this is where I think people get a little bit too caught up, you know, in trying to be trying to be the best is, is that if you enjoy doing it, people will love listening to it just because, mm. you know, you enjoy it. And and I think you got to let go of that. Like I'm going to tell mm. the audience now, right now, Erica doesn't listen to my podcast. She's going to have to listen to this one because. What do you mean I don't listen to it? <laughs> You, you tell me I don't listen because I like you said I like to listen to podcasts when I go to sleep. And Karen, I cannot do your voice when I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> I'll show you all my listens. Hey, oh, no, I don't. I'm joking. No, I don't listen to your podcast at bedtime. <laughs> I listen to your podcast in the car or when I'm walking. But I have like a set. Like I have all these podcasts that I listen to that I'm not invested in. That I don't care. That where someone's not going. <laughs> really loudly um (laughs) because I do I do have to switch my brain off at night because the minute I stop I start thinking about just random things so no I do listen I know Um, my voice isn't a go to sleep voice it's god no (laughs) absolutely not but it is you're right I think that um the reason why I knew that um that positioning that I, I think I posted it on LinkedIn was because Chris from Jetstreamer who's um producing the podcast for me so that I will actually get it done he sent it to me and he was like oh I don't know if you're interested but you know have a look at this I so um yeah so it's nice having him kind of just checking in on and all on all of that stuff and I think I think to um yeah I haven't really decided with me with all of this stuff um it's just about knowledge sharing it's there's no sales in that podcast like there's no intention it's not feeding a product or a service it's just um yeah it's just it's just I just want to tell some stories and just try something new I think that if uh you get stale I feel you know I, I feel like a little bit stale and I think that um yeah I, I really enjoy chatting on podcasts. So, so do I. So well, I don't have my own. And you're like, do you want to come and chat on my podcast? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I know, and I just did that to her only a couple of hours Why ago. Why not? You got an hour today. And she's like, yeah, all right, come on the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been meaning to do it for that bloody long. I thought, okay, just just bloody do it for God's sake. But I, I, I I've loved this chat. Absolutely love that. I love chatting on podcasts too. And you meet so many, like I know you're saying right now, you, you, you're working with most people that you know, but you will branch. You will. You may be Jenna Kutcher, maybe Amy Porterfield, you know, but it's so nice to meet different people and, and, and have a conversation. I'm like you, I don't want to promote. People keep saying to me, Karen, why aren't you promoting your products? And I'm like, your services. And I'm like, eh. And every now and then I'll put something in. But I reckon in, I've done 100 and, I don't know, 40 plus episodes and I reckon I've mentioned my services maybe twice do you, you know I, I just I, I would much rather tell share stories and inspire people to actually go and take action but um, yeah yeah I think I kind of feel like um I feel a bit like that with with my work as well like um I don't know I just I just want people to I want people to do better I want people to feel better about this stuff I don't want yeah. them to feel like um I don't want them to compare themselves I don't want them to think that the success of their business rests on whether or not they can do a trending reel like all of that stuff it's just so debilitating and so stressful and I just um yeah I just I 
as much as I can, um, you know, give away as much as I can, work with people to to help them to understand where their strengths are or to create some of those strengths through skills. Um, yeah, I don't know. Podcast, no. Instagram, workbooks, wherever. Oh, speaking, of, doing it. speaking of workbooks, you have actually got a few ebooks. Are they on your website? Yeah, they, yeah, I've got a few little, um, they're all like 10 bucks at the moment till the end of the year. They're just, just ways for people to, um, to kind of get a little bit of my brain or a little bit of that process so that they can work through, um, some stuff themselves because not like, not everyone can afford to book my services, um, or I don't have any, I'm taking a break now. So you know, I don't have any workshops coming up. So, yeah, they're just, they're, they're up there as a way to sort of um, fill that gap for people. And um, and obviously I give away a lot of free advice on social media and stuff like that. So Yeah. No, well, well, I love it. So have you got to, if you're just a, just a person, and I don't mean just a person, but if you don't have a business and you're just wanting to get your social media um, better, go get one of, those, one of those workbooks or get multiple. If you're starting a business, just go and get it because it'll be helpful. And if you're a social media um, person, don't get on there and steal Erica's stuff. So, <laughs> so now I want to finish up. Um, you, I have loved this. Absolutely love chatting with you. Everybody, let's, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a dickhead. I know, but I, I just love. I love this stuff. I love chatting with you. I love chatting with good people. And Eric, I reckon there's been um, so much, so much good stuff in there that you've shared. And I'm bloody just. I'm I'm wrapped that you were available today. So thank you. That's okay. Catch me on my holidays. Oh, sorry. I put pants on. I'm still wearing my Uggs though. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. You can still have jammy pants on a Zoom call. It doesn't oh, matter. <laughs> so good. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's yeah. my, my one of us has to. But sorry, you, bet, go. No. you go first. You, <laughs> you hang thank up. You. No, you hang up. Thanks for. <laughs> Uh, no, honestly, no, thanks. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been really, really wonderful. Yeah, good. Thank you for having me. And um, I'm sure we will uh, chat soon and hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully some people, I don't know, take a nugget or two out of this conversation. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Yeah. All right, well, we better catch up for a coffee soon. And in the meantime, I'm going to edit this and get you up online. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. See ya. Ta-da. Bye. Oh, guys, I absolutely love Erica and all that she does. I love the fact that she started a podcast and so grateful that she has because she's just got a really nice take on it. So if you love podcasts, of course, do listen to mine, but I won't be offended if you go and listen to hers and stick with her instead, but I kind of hope you can do both. Both, And it is a small town business podcast and the stories on there are fantastic. So go and do that. Now, what I did forget to do is ask Erica where people can find her, but... Uh, there's a couple of places. So it's macandernie.com.au and also smalltownbusinesspodcast.au. And there's also LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta and all of that kind of stuff. So I will put all that in the show notes. But if you look up Mac and Ernie, so M-A-C-A-N-D, 
E-R-N-I-E, so Mac and Ernie, um, social media, you will find her. But go and follow her because she's just, she is an all-around bloody fantastic human and I just love what she's doing and she is really, really helpful to work with and she's really helped me out a ton with my social media and I'm still not very good at it, but um, she's really sort of just given me a couple of kicks in the bum and straightened out a few things that have been so bloody helpful to me. But she's really, really good. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I uh, hope you got a couple of gold nuggets out of that. So go follow her and in, and, and and just love everything that she offers. Or go download a, a one of the ebooks as well. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me every single week. I absolutely love it, even though I don't have no bloody clue how many are out there downloading. But I tell you what, I know someone's listening. I know that someone's getting some value. So I'm going to keep doing this because I just love the feeling of being able to help people. So. Thank you so much, and I will see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look, and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.